Welcome to Loving Every Stride, the podcast that will help make your running easier. Brought to you by ex-national athlete and UK record holder, Paul Laslett. Powered by the Brightside PT community. For more information and access to your very own Running Faster formula, which will make your running easier, click on the link in the show notes. Enjoy the show and see you on the bright side. Hello and welcome to another episode of Loving Every Stride. Now, today's episode is what, what what everything's all about. It's all gearing towards improving your 5K time. How do you run your fastest 5K? Now, we have covered loads of stuff around what training to do, um, how to how to make sure that you structure your week right, the best type of sessions to do, um, all that kind of stuff. And I will cover a bit more of that today because it's important, right? It's important to go over those absolute gems to help you understand um, how to run your best 5K. Uh, But I want to talk about the race or the event or the time that you go, right, today is the day. I'm going to get out that door, strap on my trainers, pop on my best socks, my favorite shorts, and a t-shirt, my go faster t-shirt, my hat, whatever it is you chuck on to get out that door and make yourself feel good. How are you going to execute that run? How do you make it uh, as uh, as as pleasurable experience as it can when you're trying to trying to do your best? So. There's a couple of problems that people face when they come to do their best 5K. So problem numero uno is you try and do it too often. Every Saturday, bosh, at a park run, I'm going to run my PB today. And you know what? Every week you might get progressively better for a while and then you'll plateau. Maybe you're feeling that you know these days that you've been doing the park run for a while and you... You've seen some improvements, and now you're not doing anything different, but you're not seeing any improvement. In fact, it's getting harder, and you're getting slower. That is tough to take, right? And I understand that. Totally, totally get that. But there are reasons behind that. You know, it's it's your structure. You can't physically expect yourself to go and improve every seven days. And it takes a lot out of your body Two, to do that one maximum effort. So really, you should be looking at every three to six weeks doing uh, your best effort. And then the rest of the time, there should be structure behind what you're doing to improve. Now, if you're going out and running two or three times a week, we've talked about structure before, but you you need to make sure that you're not running at the same speeds all the time, need to make sure that you're training the body in the right way, need to make sure that you're doing the right kind of uh, intervals to teach your body how to run. Now, we talk about, uh, I think in one of our earlier episodes, go back, listen to it, is uh, why running slower helps you run faster. And it's about allowing your body to recover, okay? So the kind of 80-20 rule, you know, 70, 80-ish percent of your week 
should be easy recovery running to build your aerobic system up to uh, get your to get your body able to then go and do some quality now uh, and you can do like the strides that we talked about after the easy running for good leg speed but what it enables you to do is it enables your body to be able to produce faster running and more quality and that is happy days it means that you don't have to go and smash every single every single run you know you get to go and enjoy some very very easy running um and then obviously you're going to have days where you're working a little bit harder so build that aerobic capacity up with the slow stuff and then you want to practice running at your race pace um you want to practice that 5k in, in breaking up into into intervals in different in different ways each week. So like you could do one 5k pace session a week. I love a 5k pace session. And I always finish it and think, oh after every rep, how am I gonna keep this going? How do I keep this going? But for some magic on race day or on park run time trial day, you're able to do it. So Back to kind of like thinking about uh, people that we've that we've worked with because it's always good to draw on experience and what has worked, right? So we've had um, hundreds of people come through our coaching programs and taken our twelve week courses who feel they can't run any can't run any faster. Makes me sad because you can, you definitely can run faster. Um, then four, five, six weeks later. They've run two or three minutes quicker for their 5K. And all they've done is introduced the right structure to, the, to their training. They've gone with quality over quantity. And they know what paces they should be running at. Um, and they stick to it. You know, the 80-20 load isn't a myth. It 100%, it 100% works. But the 20% needs to be good it needs to be the right type of sessions it need you need to be working at the right intensities so that you can practice uh, and train your body for what what you for what it needs to do to get that best 5k so you think when you're doing a 5k you need your body to run as fast as it can with oxygen for as long as it can okay i'm going to say that again because it's so so important you need your body to run with oxygen for as long as you can, as fast as you can. All right, let that settle in a little bit. All right, just take a just take a deep breath and just think. Yeah, all right, Paul, I understand what you're saying here. I need to be able to run fast without getting tired. Yeah, that sounds brilliant. And then you're thinking, well, how how am I going to do that? Because every time I run fast at the moment. I get tired, okay? Well, here's how you do it, right? We need to get the structure, 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 structure right. So you need to do, like we talked about in our hill training episode, a series of hill of hills to build strength. That's episode number 14 that we've done. You can do a sessions of uh, 1,000 meters at 5K pace, 400 meter repetitions um, at 
5K pace. So if you think, I want to be able to run, say, 30 minutes or 5K, that's six minutes per kilometer, right? That's about 940-minute mileage. Um, I'll break that 5K up, give myself some recoveries, and I'll put it back together. So you could start off just doing 200-meter repeats or one minute repeats at 5k pace with a short recovery and eventually you know you could do 30 minutes of effort Um, and that's going to give you the duration of time or distance that you're going that you want your body to run up you're giving it a bit of a rest in between so it doesn't completely deplete your body um, and it enables you to move uh, move forwards right it enables you to go again the next day it it enables you to practice and get the muscle memory of what that speed feels like. We need to do the longer, easy running to build your engine. The easier um, it will be to sustain a faster pace, okay? So the easier, the bigger base you've got, the bigger foundation that you have, uh, the bigger, I've talked about this quite a bit, the bigger kind of savings account you have, the more you can delve into it when you're trying to run faster, that will mean that you can use more, you've got more oxygen to use at a higher pace. Okay. Um, the other thing to think about is resistance training into your routine. All right. We cover that in episode four. Uh, make your body strong enough to, attain, to sustain the intensity you want it to run at. Generate more force, generate more power, um, strengthen your tendons, strengthen your ligaments, work on that form, all that kind of stuff. All right. And we also we look at running drills, get your technique as good as uh, as good as possible. So your biomechanics are good, you strike in the right place and all your energy is moving forwards. Now, one of the one of the biggest things to think about is knowing your pace to run at on the day, okay? Knowing the best pace that you can run at without going into oxygen debt, without using too much oxygen too quickly. You've got to pace yourself, right? And we've all been there. We've all been there. We've all gone out and run our first kilometer way too fast and then just slowed up and slowed up and slowed up. And that's because we've used too much oxygen too quickly. I can remember when I think I was about 13 or 14, so back in 1927, um, I, uh, I did a, did a, I think it was a 3K race. And uh, the first two kilometers, I was so far ahead of, every, of everyone. Um, and then slowly but surely in that last K, people just kept coming past me and coming past me because I got my pacing wrong. Um, if you watch Brian Whittle's, type into Google or YouTube, Brian Whittle, 800 meters, right? Now, he's, 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 he's running in a hat, a baseball hat, facing backwards, wins, uh, I think he wins, he wins the race. World-class, world-class race that he won. And he got his pacing absolutely spot on. So it looks like he sped up and sped up and sped up throughout the race. But he just ran at the same speed the whole way through. And everyone else got slower and slower. And, you know, he was quite far behind after the first 200 meters. And then with 100 meters to go, you know, he's still a fair bit back. But he manages to get past everyone because he knew his pace. He knew what pace to run at. Okay. So... How do you know what pace to run? We, we have our, our coaching clients, when they're, when they're about to do an event, um, they're like, you know, I want to run this time. 
what's how do I structure my race? How do I how do I best achieve that time? And we look at their training and go right. Because you've done these sessions, we know you should be able to run at this at this pace. We had a client who was doing um, their first 10K race, and she hadn't run inside. She'd run 72 minutes before. And uh, we looked at her training, looked at what she'd run for 5K, and uh, we said, well, you're going to be able to run close to 62 minutes. Go out at this pace and then see how you feel and slowly work your way up. And she ran 61.50. She could not believe it. But without someone saying to her, we know you can hold this speed. Be consistent with it, but do not go out too fast. Make sure that your first K or two is no faster than X. So you don't get into any oxygen debt early doors. Um, And she absolutely nailed it. But how do you know what that pace feels like? And how do you know what to, uh, yeah, how do you know what that pace feels like and how do you know uh, what that pace should be if you don't practice running at that speed? You've really, really got to know your pace. You've really, really got to know what that kind of feels like. Um, and that comes through practice. It won't happen after your first 5K pace session or even your fifth or sixth, but certainly after seven, eight, nine sessions, you're going to get a really, really, really good feel to know what that 5K pace should feel like, okay? You're going to really start to understand, okay, right, well, I remember how this feels. I know what that rhythm feels like. And most importantly, your muscles will start to remember. So I want to talk about how you should feel throughout that 5K uh, effort, okay? So... Your first kilometer should probably be one of your slowest Ks by about five to 10 seconds max, all right? Especially if you're looking at around about that 30-minute marker. You should be, if you're aiming at six-minute Ks uh, to run 30 minutes or 5.59 Ks to run just inside, you should run your first K in about 6.05, okay? That then is a bit within you. You haven't used up too much oxygen. you're, You're feeling okay. Your next kilometer maybe would be a little bit quicker, maybe about five, 59, six minutes. And then you want to hold that for the next two, three kilometers. And the last K, because you've still got quite a lot of oxygen to use and you should have hopefully quite a bit of energy and you're coming towards the end of the race, it doesn't mean it doesn't matter if you start burning through that excess at a faster rate because you know, the run is almost over. And that's when you can have some fun and start going through the gears, start increasing pace, and your last K should be the fastest. Now, what you can do is you can practice that on a park run um, day where you're not going to try and run your fastest 5K, but you could run your first four kilometers at 6.20 pace, for example, and then see how fast you can run that last K. Everything's geared towards that last K, and that's good to teach you mentally to pick the pace up and close quickly, but also it's a good bit of over-pace work, okay? Um, You managed a bit of over-pace work to make yourself, like, make the 5K pace feel easier again. And, man, it feels good to finish fast and finish strong too. But don't save it to the last 100. Aim that last kilometre 
at a faster pace. Make sure that last K is your fastest K. So you can you can practice that in, 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 in different park runs. But ideally, when you're going to do your fastest 5K, your last K should be the fastest, your first K should be the slowest, and then your middle three kilometers should all be as consistent a pace as possible. And even first to last, there shouldn't be much more than, say, 10 or 15 seconds difference between the first and the last kilometer. So in brief, how do you know what speed you should run at? Download our pulse pace calculator. That will tell you how fast you should, uh, you should be training at. Your 5K training, then you need to think, well, once a week, I need to practice running at that pace, okay, with a rest in between. It could be like minute efforts, two-minute efforts, but the, 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 either the volume of time that you're running at should amount to the time that you're trying to run for a 5K or the distance should amount to kind of two and a half, to three and a half to 5K. So you could do three times a K with 90 seconds rest, for example, at your 5K pace. Not the 5K pace you want to run, at your 5K pace that you can currently run. That way you're working in the right energy system um, as well. And what you'll find is um, over time, those reps that you run will just feel easier and you'll run faster naturally. Okay. Now, this is something that I love seeing. I love seeing people kind of get to that point where they go, oh, I'm not, I don't think I could run. I can't keep that pace going for that period of time, can I? I couldn't do that. And say, yeah, you can. You can do it, you know, because you practiced it, because we know what training you've done, because you've done everything we've talked about in this podcast. You've done some easy work. You've done some faster work. You've done some work at 5K pace. You've had the right structure to your to your training. Um, and you've been able to then go out and execute it. But it's always scary when you think, God, there's no way I could go and do that. But you having someone in your ear to say, you, you can, and having that belief. And also, if you try and do it and it doesn't work, it doesn't matter. It really, really, really does not matter one little bit. You learn, you have fun, you get ready to go again. So next time you go and do a park run, Okay, so yeah, sorry. Next time you're going to do a park run, run the first 4K nice and easy and then see how fast you can run that last kilometer, okay? Don't try and run a 5K PB every week. Your body won't be able to do it. Um, it might be able to do it for a short while, but after that, uh-uh, survey says, no, <laughs> you won't be able to maintain that um, and you'll get frustrated and we don't want that. We want you to love your running, okay? Um, practice running at the speed your current 5K pace, make sure you've got the right structure in place throughout your week. And that's how, you know, that's how we see people improve their 5K times, you know, from anywhere. We've had people improve by eight, nine minutes in 12 weeks because they they haven't run anymore. They just changed the structure and made sure they're making the best use of their time. But one of the most important things is to enjoy the process, right? Enjoy it. Enjoy the running. Enjoy having some purpose behind uh, what you're doing and enjoy the, 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 the journey that you're on to try and uh, improve and see what you can do. And I think that's one of the lovely, lovely things about running is 
if you're improving, your times show, right? And it's, but also it's frustrating because your times aren't improving. That also shows, right? But if you implement what we've talked about, if you make sure you know what your paces are, if you make sure that you know um, how that feels and you practice running uh, intervals at your 5K pace, you will know your body will be able to do more than you think it, it can do. All right. Pacing is important. Never, don't go out too fast. Your first K should be controlled, um, controlled speed. All right. It should feel super controlled. Um, your last K should be your fastest K. And then the other Ks, you're literally just working quite hard to maintain speed, focusing on your form, your breathing and your rhythm. I really hope this has given you guys um, a bit of an insight into how to execute a 5K race, how to get the best time um, out of yourself, how frequently to have a bash at it as well, um, and how it should feel. And also, it's no if you don't see an improvement, it doesn't matter as long as you're enjoying the process. Okay, if you're consistent, you train in the right way, you are going to see your 5K time come down eventually. We had someone actually in our group who didn't see any improvement for the first six weeks. Um, she did a time trial in week one and week six, and she was about 10 seconds inside her time, and she was hoping for a much bigger improvement. Two weeks later, she was two minutes faster. Okay, so it takes everybody a little bit, little bit different depending on how your body is adjusting to the training and what's going on. But so much of it is down to confidence too. So much of it is down to confidence in how long you can keep working at a certain intensity for, and that comes with practice. That comes with um, building your confidence and just doing the right things in the right way. So I really, really hope this has helped you. Um, I, I really hope you enjoy your running, and I hope that you're able to go and execute your best 5K in the next four to six weeks. Now, you could be a minute quicker in the next four to six weeks if you put the right structure in place. You could be two minutes faster in the next 12 weeks if you're consistent and put the right structure in place. Okay? So if you haven't listened to our previous podcast, go back, listen to them. And uh, most importantly, guys, love every stride you take, enjoy your running, and look forward to seeing you on the next episode see you soon thank you for listening to loving every stride if like us you absolutely love running we'd love to have you in our community and help make your running faster you can join our facebook group and get your very own running faster formula by visiting the link in the show notes and there will be happy days ahead Please also remember to subscribe and review so we can spread our love for running. Thank you for listening and we will see you on the bright side.